in case you don't know what time it is, um, it's time for Rave with Mara. And today I have a guest in the house. We're talking about anger issues, anger management, everything anger, you know, suppressed anger, what that leads to in the long run. All of this and many more are what we're talking about on today's podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have a guest with us again. We've been on a roll. We're having guests back to back to back to back. <laughs> so you guys already know me. You know my name. I don't need to introduce myself, but this person on the other end needs to introduce himself. So can we meet you? Well, my name is Emeka and I like to see, see I am a serial entrepreneur. I have a fun. Yeah, I know you know that one. I don't know anything because I haven't seen you in like a full year plus, I think. I think it's more than a, a year. It's more than, think, right? Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I do a lot of businesses. I'm actually starting a new one this December. But then Wait, I that's one that I knew before. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, your progression thus far. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Um, I started with a fish farm. I used to have a fish farm. It's not active now because the cost of fish feed went mm-hmm. like crazy. Inflation mm-hmm. did a lot. Like that was not giving as much profit. Then I moved to other things. Then mm-hmm. I have a real estate startup. We help people find houses. Is it like an agent, like a, a house agent? What we do is we find houses, then we rent them. And rent out to prospective um, people who want to have prospective clients, and they can now pay back on monthly installments. Oh wait, hold on. Ah, this seems like a sweet deal. You mean like in this Abuja, there are people who actually sublet places and they take in rents? Yes. Well, we do that. I in think this Abuja. Now, yes, we do that. But the ah, thing is, ah. we don't take so many people. We only taking salaried earners, and our oh. business works with employers. So for us to give you a house, your employer should be willing to sign off for you that they will take a fraction of your salary. It's just like insurance for us that we get our money back. Oh, so this money automatically leaves their salary account once their yes. pay is coming in. So what basically we do is we tie the houses to the employer. Ah. So the employers they are willing to take on that kind of risk. Yes, the employers will just take out houses for their staff. So um, if they're changing staff, then a new set of staff moving to the same house, but it's still the same house. Okay, okay. So this is like um, a company coming to your company to say that they want to get these places. Is that how it works? So, okay, so if we wanted to, so currently we are not doing, like we are not taking people because we really have, we've exhausted what we could do for this year. It requires a lot of financing, but then, we did um we did core members we took in about 30, 30 of them we offered 30 okay. of them houses and they are some of them are still paying some of them paid up front um okay. what we, we found houses we rented them then we gave them and they're making installmental paybacks monthly some some of them decided to pay quarterly it's just a deal we just it's it's interesting. Maybe on a different day we'll talk about house searching and <laughs> how yeah. that works. Yeah, because um like it sounds really strange to me that like yeah. Yeah. places that you can actually 
pay instrumentally that way or pay monthly. But wow, yeah. that's that's really cool. That's really cool. Okay, so besides that, what, what else do you do? Uh, besides that, I have a gift box in there. Oh, I haven't heard of that one before. They are doing completely different things. So, for example, people who want to organize weddings, okay. people who want to have weddings. So, instead of going to the market to buy your gifts, you could actually have your gifts arranged in boxes, customized, and you oh. wanted to give them to your friends. We do all the packaging. You choose the items you want in the box. We box them. If you wanted to give your friend a birthday gift, we box them. You know, all of that. Yeah, wow, that's true. Uh, uh, money man. <laughs> she, said, she said money man the serial entrepreneurship thing talking about i did not see it before but now the picture is becoming clearer and clearer wow yeah. okay do you do any other thing apart from this one well <laughs> well well other than this i don't have like any other thing i would say okay i do a lot of writing yes i do a lot of writing and um, because i have a bit of um, what do you call it customer service experience i also do trainings yeah. i'm master mm-hmm. training on elections so i train election observers on how election goes when i'm not writing um the writing actually is just more of academic writing what, yeah i'm gonna ask you what type of writing do you do like what do you write i, I do a lot of academic writing then when i'm free i could do crazy stories trust me i think you have seen one of them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This man sent me a story that <laughs> the end left me bewildered because I was like, geez, like this guy took me from like 100. And I'm like, how did he do it? When I started reading it, it was telling like a completely different story. And then I was going, I was running next thing, I was like, what the fuck? This man is writing about a car. Like for crying out loud. <laughs> Yeah, so you see, so when I'm not doing academic writing, I'm I'm doing fun writings like that or trainings. The trainings randomly come. Uh-huh. So, okay. like now it's election season, so I know I'm going to be on the road. I've done Lagos, I've done Niger. Next month I'll be on the road again for another training election. So we just oh, keep so training. Is this like a government contract, or is it like a what do you call those people now? Um, an NGO contract actually it's an NGO contract just for the duration of the election what come and show me the way now what's, what's, what's all this people are talking more you no no we you you are doing this one doing that one how do you even find the time to balance all of this business I mentioned there's a team okay so, so the gifts box business is the one starting we have we are still doing like um, test run. We have not gone fully into the market, but for the real estate business, it's fully active. Um, on the team, it's I'm the founder of the businesses, but I don't exactly do the running myself. I mean, you cannot run a startup alone. So we usually have yeah. a team and it's such that I don't have to be around for all of them to work. So for the gift boxing business, we've not really like, like we are just test running and we've only probably done like 20 boxes so far. So, yeah, it's something we are test running. But for the other businesses I combine, then the travels don't come, like, together. When I'm traveling, like, I did Lagos and Niger in one week, and that was last, I think, two weeks ago, yeah? So when they come, it's just, like, one week out. So the training is not, like, something you're on the road to for seven. No, it's just one week out, then yeah. you're back. So I put that people, I brought some CC people, but ensure that your, your employer will be willing to sign off, you know, to be paying these people directly. Then your boxing business, how like um, affordable is that? So boxes, um, power boxes, it's it goes for as 
low as 8,000, depending on what you have want to have in the box. So for a box that comes with a customized water bottle, a wallet, um, oh. a belt, 8,000, and it's customized. So we could just customize it with the person's name on every item. That's the cheapest we have on our list. Acts of putting an iPhone 14 in the box. I mean, if you want to go that far. I remember when I was in school, um, my final year, I was in my 300 level. Somebody had, I used to bake, um, bake, yes, my <laughs> very funny story. I still, by the grace of God, I'll still go back to baking one day. I have not and heard it, of this baking. <laughs> very strange. Only people who knew, people still reach out to me. I think somebody reached out to me three weeks ago asking me ah, what happened, what happened to Mara Cetera. That was the name of the business anyway. You know, and well, I'm not going to go into that. Now, this person reached out to me from Lagos. I think he had seen me on Instagram or something. And then he was like, hey, are you Mara Cetera? I said, yes. And he's like, I want to like have a box delivered. You know, it sounded to me at that time but having gone through that experience i know that people go, want to go out people like are crazy with you know having gift boxes and all of you know we have to make a cake i have to like design an entire box filled with chocolates like there were chocolates plastered all around the board itself then the cake was in the middle and um, it came with a teddy bear it came with an iphone you know i, I think they broke up <laughs> You guys went nothing less something now. Last last Bonner Boy sang it. Everybody with your breakfast. <laughs> wow, I don't want to say I'm proud of you, but it's coming off somehow. But this is really amazing. I haven't seen you in a very long time. And to see that, you know, in that space of I don't know what being able to start something new and you know, the agency thing is going on. And your contract thingy, I'm really happy for you. Well, I pray that more big, big things come. <laughs> amen. I mean, I pray for more big things. I mean, you know, in the system where you're like, okay, it's so much stress, and we are still building. The good thing is that it it all has so much potential. I mean, the yeah. startup, as much as we are running on um, bootstraps funds, so we are not exactly taking too many houses. Mm-hmm. That's why. I, so we, are, we we just don't have too many clients because we can't exactly afford to rent out all the houses because oftentimes we, we get to rent out. Then other mm-hmm. times we have landlords that have been willing to give us their houses to pay back for them. So it's rare, oh. but then it, yeah, it's rare, but it has happened with us with some of the landlords. So it's it's an interesting thing we are working on. So that's what I'm saying. It all sounds interesting to hear and all of that. See, maybe because, you know, it's starting and you guys are still trying to find your footing and find ways to expand. But I yeah. believe that with time, with time, it's everything go bomb. Obviously, I mean, it's it, it, it has to. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Okay, let's get into the podcast. We're talking about anger, um, suppressed anger. How that can translate from one person to the other and you know, becoming a communal problem for everybody. What do you think anger is? So I have sources I checked because I just did like a little prep before this conversation, one of them has it that anger is an emotion characterized okay. by antagonism towards someone or something okay. you feel has deliberately done you wrong. So for someone, it could be at life for not being fair. 
it could just be anger. I, I, although I don't exactly agree with this because I feel you can harbor anger for not someone or anything and just be angry. But that that's that's part of the conversation. That means we think that there are some angers that are unfounded. So a person can just stay and just be angry for no just cause. Nothing, nothing is wrong with you, just angry. There's no trigger, there is nothing. This person is just angry. Is that is that possible? Yes, because the definition mm-hmm. is limiting it to there being a reason for the person being angry. But I personally think that sometimes people can be angry without the anger being towards someone or something. There are people who are just angry. There has to be a cause for the anger. Is it that a suppressed reason? I believe that nobody can get angry for no just cause. Maybe sometimes you... Well, yes. I, I think sometimes, yeah. Maybe you, you can also classify it as internalized anger. But then there are times that people are just angry. Sometimes it's it's just frustration from a lot of things. Not exactly triggers. Sometimes you that get... That lot of things is already a reason. Is, is something. Do you see the thing? A yeah. lot of things, even internalized anger is from something. Yeah, true, true. People just don't process, you know, their hearts immediately. And then over time, it becomes like an entirely different thing. And then sometimes you ask them, why are you even angry? They don't remember why they're angry. They're just angry. But that anger, I'm very sure stemmed from something. True, true. I once had a friend in school. I'm going to call his name. His name is Ash. <laughs> People who went to school with me will remember him. And our close group of friends will know the story. Ash was hot by a girl. Um, Yes. But this guy was hot to the point that he decided that this person is not, I'm I'm not going to let this person go. So because this person broke my heart, I'm going to sleep with at least 100 people, beginning from the person's friends and family. I'm not joking. I think this was during our hundred level. <laughs> Ash was very stupid. <laughs> it was very stupid. Yes, I agree. But yeah, but this was something he genuinely said to us. And I think he eventually did. I can't remember, you know, what number he eventually got to before he decided, nah, this isn't the way. But like, have you had this kind of experience with anybody before? Or anybody tell you, oh, because I was hurting from this particular thing, I have to take my revenge on somebody somehow. Okay, first, before I even say anything, I would want to get this guy's number. I mean, I need to take a course on motivation and, and determination <laughs> from him. <laughs> but but, but because, because you know how determined you have to be to say it. Because the moment you say it, oftentimes you are unable to even actualize after you have said it. So this leads yeah, me to... No, 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 no. Ash took it upon himself. I think he caused the cousin. The person didn't have a like a sister or something. He went after after the cousin or so. See, Ash was a lot of sin that year. I can't, I didn't I don't even want to get into that story. But he was very determined. Like he made up his mind that I'm going to do this thing. Like nobody deserves, you know, he was also, I think he was angry at women in general. So here's the thing. Like I said initially, oftentimes when people want to go on missions like this, they don't say it out because the moment you say something out, tendency to actualize it reduces by at least half. So I'm saying all of this to point to the fact that oftentimes when you have people who are going on such sprees and doing stuff like that as retaliation for things that might have happened to them, oftentimes they do not say it. In fact, Mm. oftentimes, 
it's not a planned agenda. Sometimes it's just, okay, I've been hot. I feel like, okay, this is probably what's going to make me feel better. So I'm not going to antagonize anybody. I'm not trying to get back at anybody, but I'm just going to just live my life and try as much as I can to just be happy. And for some some of them, it's just going on random sprees. Okay, fine. This person broke my heart. I mean, cool. Sometimes it's not even their friends. I mean, the next person you date, you break the person's heart. It's just for fun. I mean, that's what happens. They're just so, so some people, it's just validation, trying to feel comfortable with themselves, even though there's no plan. So it's very rare to find people who say, I'm going to do it, then go ahead and do it. Hmm. So okay, if I leave me at this point, I need to go and also take this course from Ash because I remember like we had sat him down countless times explaining that yo, this is you need to stop this thing. And he was always laughing and saying, I don't get what I'm doing wrong. Like I'm asking people out, they are saying yes to me, and we are going. So I don't he kept going at six, I think for an entire semester or so. That's why I can't remember the exact number he eventually got so before he stopped but yeah i feel like people who are angry their anger stems from one thing or the other but i feel like the most anger that we find now you know presently is mostly anger from broken relationship yes it's true have you had that happen to you or when I to date somebody and you found out that this person was constantly angry at you but it wasn't like from what you did it was just, you know, something they had carried on based on um, this man did this thing to me. So I think Emeka too would also be this way. Have you done that to somebody or has somebody done that to you? Okay, first, I would like to say that I am one of those people who internalize things. What does that mean? What does that entail? So I am the kind of person who, when I feel pain or I have recourse to be angry at something, I am one to just let it be on my inside and oftentimes it goes away and other times it doesn't but i feel like oftentimes for me i'm one of those who at the end of the day over time i just get over it and i just keep moving are you sure that it goes away with time like without you confronting it do you so, get what i mean yeah so if you if you remember when you knew me i'm not one of those very confrontational people if you noticed so for me, I, I let it go. So now here's the trick. So you'd realize that it is not a case of anger for me. It's a case of it becomes part of like your system. It, it alters a part of you and your perspective on something entirely changes. Now, um, thinking back to this, I remember something that happened. For you guys that don't know, um, I am OBDK. God, I'm calling you different names. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We were colleagues. We used to work at, you know, the same place. That's how we met. I think I can't remember exactly what had happened. But it was something not good, right? You know, everybody was lamenting, you know, and you were just, you were just, in, you know, and I think it happened to you. And I was like, why is this guy just blowing it off? Like this thing didn't just happen. And you were like, most of the time you expect that this thing would happen. So it will touch you. Like, you know, that this thing, maybe because you had already thought about it, like last, last, this is the point that I would come to. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like the same thing you're saying now, because I feel like that day, I can remember I had this conversation with somebody else. I can't remember if it was Sharon or one of our colleagues then anyways. And I was like, I don't like the fact that 
there is no visible reaction to this thing that has just happened. And I kept asking you again and again and again if you were okay, if you were fine. And, you know, you kept saying, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I think I expected it or something, something. So it's, so it's that like... What happened? So I, I don't want to narrate the whole story, but I think it was something with ORDs and being on provision <laughs> and someone I had gone out of my way to save at certain points. Yes, and the person just left you hanging. Yes, that yes. was the story. And and I, I think I was making a comment about how the thing, how I didn't even expect because, I mean, it's survival and all of that. So here's yeah. the thing. I don't particularly have a reaction to being disappointed or angry. So I have the same face. Hmm. So like I said, I internalize everything. So when something happens, sometimes I don't think about it at the moment. Probably five hours later, I'm thinking, okay, why did this person do this thing? So now... Here's the problem. I don't build anger, but then you see, a part of me adjusts to the fact that there's a tendency that this person, I think it's the it's the flow of people who internalize stuff a lot. You realize that a part of you just adjusts to think that, okay, this is the norm to expect, this is the standards to expect from people. But is, so, that, is that a healthy? Disappointment, no. Internalizer, okay, fine. Person would get me angry someday. This one would do this someday, and you are clearly mad about it, but you're choosing not to react or you know see anything. You want to internalize it. Is that healthy? I mean, for a long period of time. Okay, now so the healthy part, I cannot exactly tell, honestly, because you cannot be a doctor for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that it works and it saves you a lot of a lot of back and forth. And for the seed pressing, I want to tell you that I never ever mentioned it again, if you can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. the next yeah. day, I was cool with the person and you would not have known that something like that happened. And to be frank with you, I had forgotten it by the next day. And if you did not remind me today, I don't remember what it is. So I still chat to the person up randomly. I'm like, big fish, how are you doing? You remember I had this big fish joke then? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I still have her number because it's a she. Her number is saved as Big Fish on my phone. So randomly, I chat up on my Big Fish, what's up now? Probably I've not done so in a while. And the truth is, up until today, I do not remember it. So you see, mm. when you learned the act of letting things go and internalizing certain things, realize that oftentimes you don't even remember that's the plus side of it. But like, there are extremes, yes. And exactly. sometimes So back to the question now. So when, for those times, you were not able to internalize, you can't tell me that, like, nobody has gotten you angry or gotten you mad to the point where you're like, yo, this thing where you do, you fuck up. There, there has never been that thing for you. It has, it has happened a lot of times. Obviously, you're in Nigeria. And yeah. people, can be, people can be crazy. Mm-hmm. As much as I am calm, as much as I like to internalize, there are still mm-hmm. times when you set people straight. Okay. So, yes, as for whether bad experiences have made me be angry towards a have person. You? No, no, no. Have you carried like, a previous heartbreak into like a new relationship? Has that happened for you before? Or have you, like my friend Ash, have you decided, like once decided that, yo, uh, I'm going to go into this relationship well, I feel like you do it already, Seth. Because yes. you say as you expect disappointment from everybody. I feel like you go into a relationship um thinking <laughs> break up, pass, pass, everybody they go. 
Am okay, I so, right? So, so you are right to to a certain level, and then you're wrong. Okay. So, so here's where you are right. When you internalize things, you begin to recognize patterns. So, I know where pattern leads. I've seen it before. So, the point you get. So, I could, if I want to make like a random example. So, if I were to be in a relationship and I noticed, say, um, what do you call it? What what's a random flaw people have in relationships? You notice probably there's someone oh, else with communication, maybe. You know, with lack of communication, it means sometimes there's like a gap. And sometimes you recognize the pattern of lack of communication and you're like, okay, because in the past where there was lack of communication, this is where it went. You mm-hmm. get yeah, so you start like, expecting the okay. same outcome. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, okay, this is where it's going. Why now? Ah, Otilona, everybody, let's just be running mad now. Since it's like, you get, you get, you get yeah. the downside. It's not exactly like you're carrying anger into this new phase four. You've come to recognize pattern. So everybody has a pattern that they know does not lead somewhere positive. But the thing is that it's not the case. Sometimes the patterns appear, but then it's not leading to the same place where it has always led to. Mm-hmm. I don't Okay, I think I think I get that. Yeah, so, so that's the have you, have you had you know somebody come in and make a statement to you such as you know all men are like this or this is yeah. this thing this your behavior like this I've seen it before you can't deceive me that kind exactly. of thing. So so I'm going to make an interesting example. There was this case where mm-hmm. I met someone. We got talking and you know what do you call that thing again? Talking stage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> that's exactly. That's so we got talking and, well, it didn't go anywhere because after that happened, I'm like, okay, fine. This is not exactly what I want to do. But something happened. I think I did something which I was sincerely sorry for. I mean, I'm human. I, I'm not perfect. Okay. I actually apologized. Then she's like, okay, fine. Then it seemed like she was trying to like hold. And you know when someone is trying to hold anger and all of that? And yeah. I'm like, okay, I know, I know you're angry. You can just tell me what the problem is. I know I'm sorry, but then you can just vent and all of that. Then she goes on. I called for it too. Then she goes uh, talking about how ah she knows this pattern, blah 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 blah. In fact, that she doesn't have energy to be doing this type of thing again. She said she used the word again. Probably it was a moment of anger, mm-hmm. and she was like saying ah so. What she was doing now was trying to relate what I had done to a pattern mm-hmm. she had probably seen with some someone, and it was probably something men had done, and where it was going to when that begins to happen. Mm. You, you see, now, you, you see, you see what's internalizing um, emotion. <laughs> I don't see anger now. So, yes, and, and the thing is, at the point she was saying it, she was very angry. Okay. And I just realized something at that point. Okay, this person still holds back onto a lot of hot from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because all that could not be because of what I had done. Right. And because the truth is, yes, you can all get angry, but the moment something happens and you're like, yeah, then I know how it's happening. Now. Ah, because I don't have energy for all this type of thing. All the, I, I know once it starts like this, this is where it's going. I don't even want to even start before it gets to that point. You see, mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. is reacting, and I do that sometimes. People do that. A lot of us do that because yeah, a lot of us do that. 
even if you're not angry or venting, sometimes you're carrying these internalized ideologies of where patterns lead. But patterns can just happen, and sometimes it's not always the same result for every partner. But, but sometimes it's actually true. It's like when you say um, you've been with a person that you've seen these certain patterns that are red flags, and you stayed back because you're thinking, oh, this person is going to change, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then you find out that this same thing is happening. I feel like I don't blame people completely when they're going through a new relationship and then they see that same pattern and they're like, nah, this I saw it before. Now, the, the, where I think I have a problem or what I have a problem with is, you know, you're going into this relationship from previous thoughts. You haven't allowed yourself to heal. You're going into, into this relationship and you're just angry at not what this person has done to you, but you're already saying, oh, I know it will end up like this. Do you get what I mean? Like, I know that this is going to happen. After all, you men are the same or you women are the same. I don't have a problem with you, you know, seeing person, but don't liken your current partner to your old partner. If you see this pattern, talk about it. If you think, oh, this isn't working, then you know, okay, I've seen this thing before. Let me jack back. Well, something else I wanted to ask you is, um, I mentioned that when people are hot, the hot... The anger is majorly from relationships or family, family issue. And you realize that a person, that's why people say that a woman or a man who is from a broken home have certain characteristics or traits that if you are with them, you you will notice that this thing, you know, be say this person just they do them. Maybe they've seen their father do it or they've seen their mother do it at home or you know, because of the way they grew up, they are now trying so hard to not be that same thing. I don't know, they, they end up messing up themselves and they're like exactly that thing they are running away from. So I remember us having a conversation where you mentioned something about, you know, being hurt from something. Maybe you were molested as a child or your partner cheated on you, you know, and you carry that anger of you know that thing that happened that hurt you carry like it has grown with you sometimes you will not even know that you know this thing where they prepare me not now from this space i don't carry i'm from and then now as an adult you you mentioned that the first time a certain thing happened the person is like a victim and then when you now get to a point it now becomes make i just do this thing they go what are your thoughts on that <laughs> like the day we spoke, I said it's the the zombie apocalypse, right? <laughs> yeah, remember you using that exact word. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like the zombie apocalypse. So I'll tell you a story from say 2018. So I met this girl, and we almost had like a relationship, I would say, or it was at that point. But then she had certain traits that were very interesting. It was outrightly direct, brutal, didn't give chances for anything. She was one of those people who were very strong-willed and knew what exactly they wanted. Yeah. And she was actually older, interesting. So, uh, okay. So the interesting thing was, I was wondering, why is this person so direct? Why has she become this ruthless decision-making? Yeah, she why is, is she the way she is? Why is she the way she is? Then I didn't know. I just felt like, okay, wow, this one is just being weird and being mean unnecessary. 
then I decide, okay, fine, I'm not drinking again. We can just keep talking. You know, when you now decide to go on, instead of the relationship, you now continue the talking stage and make it like one year. You get <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so we went from almost having a relationship to just being friends, cool friends who, who talk. And now something happened about two years later that opened my mind. Then there was this time where there was a rape case. Rape cases were trending online. People were accusing people of raping and all of that. I think it was even, I think, 2018 that this um, Sex for Grades came out, either 2018 or 2019. So there was a lot of rape there. A lot of rape conversation on Twitter then. Then I'm like, Shoma, calm down now. This is still the same person you have been. That This is like the biggest issue I've had with you. Like, why do you have to be always this aggressive? And then she made comments that made me feel so sad and feel so guilty. Then she said, while she was at the university, a group of three guys raped her. Oh my God. Oh my God. So wow. at that point, I realized that everything this person had gone on, to, you know the worst part of the whole story? She got pregnant. Damn. And, well, yeah. she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a child, too. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, oh, God, that. Now, this is the interesting thing. The point where she told me that, I realized that even when she... It was got, a coping mechanism for her. Because it happened, she internalized, didn't tell people, you know, stigma. She didn't want all the stigma from that. And still didn't let anyone. She went through the whole process. Alone. Back, didn't report yeah. anybody to the police. Just avoided the guys, graduated from university, and went for NYSC. Wow, she's strong. She's really strong. You see, that strength became her personality. Mm. Strength is a good thing, but you it's not a good thing to be strong every single day and carry strength everywhere you go. I agree with that. Um, I have a personal story, not personal because it's not mine, but then my sister, um, my younger sister, you know, she went through a rough path and she had to start being defensive. You know, when people want to ask her a question, maybe, excuse me, she's already getting angry, thinking, oh, maybe they want to ask her, why are you with a child or why are you pregnant? Do you understand? So I feel like most people who hurt, and you know people especially society does not understand that this is the reason why this person is this way and they say all sorts of things you know we nigerians we can't keep our mouth shut we have to talk anyone we see will talk so over time we didn't even realize that was what was happening you want to talk to my sister the next thing she's already telling you no this is the reason why i'm doing this thing you ask her a question she's giving you backup reason she's giving you seven backup reasons to explain you know just this single thing and then you asking the question you know that this question i'm asking i didn't think about it from this perspective but because she's had to go through this you know different things she now became like this angry person always angry when you ask her something she will just flare up you know and eventually i think she later realized you know we tried to talk to her like yo this thing you know it's like this this is what we are asking you but look at the responses you're giving you know, and then she said, oh, I'm sorry. It's because I had to go through this, through that. So I think, yes, I absolutely agree. When people become scarred from their hearts, they channel that heart into, you know, fending for themselves. It's like a coping mechanism and it, it becomes like a way of life 
for them now. So everything, every time somebody tries to say something, otherwise they're like, yo, this thing, this light that I now know is what has been working for me. So if you think you can't handle my brutality or my honesty, fuck off. You True. get that kind of thing. Yeah, so I think, I think I, I agree with that. What is that problem there? Is it like something happened to you? And I keep saying it. People don't just act for no just cause. It's just like what we're saying about the anger thingy. If somebody is being mean today, there's a root cause of that problem. Because some people are born brats, and that is also a problem. So, and it is an issue. Like, if you were born into a household that expels you silly, you go out there, you have no regard for anybody. That is also a reason. Did you ever hear this story about people who are HIV positive trying to infect other people? I've heard of lots of the stories. I mean, if you're on the internet, you hear one of those stories almost every month. <laughs> and I'm like, is, is those ones that got it from somebody raping them or, you know, <laughs> that decide that they are going to share to everybody? I don't know if I would say that's a way for them to deal or is wickedness. I don't know what to call it. So here's what I think. I I don't exactly think um it's out of people who are raped or anything like that sometimes it's people just being faithful to partners and your partner now probably get them infected as a means of tying them into whatever relationship they have yeah. it's weird. and the plan is simple your plan is to infect the person with the hiv so it's now a situation of okay both of us now have it i mean we can just continue with the relationship we can solve it you get selfish so, you see you now selfish now the zombie apocalypse now the person who it now feels so hot so betrayed and they're like okay i can't give it to this person but then i could just go on the spree and i mean give as many people as i can maybe everybody wants to run mad now let's be running mad and be going and you see the whole thing then they go to the next person when it happens to the next person the next person decides to start a cycle so you see it's like a group of zombies moving about, one person has beat the other person, this person, so just looking around, looking for who to bite. Now, the crazy thing is, at the mm-hmm. end of all of this, they get mm-hmm. to the point where they realize that revenge is a very thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a lonely road. Yes, mm-hmm. so you get to that point, you're like, okay, I actually still don't feel compensation for this. So you see, this guilt combined, but you still don't feel like you've gotten enough. Mm. As like, you were saying this thing, my mind, you know where my mind went to? Where? Is it, is it Vampire Diaries or is it the originals? I think it's the originals. When Klaus, is it Klaus? Yes. Went around, you know, doing his madness and trying to infect everybody and get everybody turned into vampires. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just thinking in my head, does that circle ever end? When when does it end? Like you're angry. You're every we know you're clearly angry, right? Now you decide that you want to go and break somebody's hearts, like maybe my friend Ash, or now you decide you want to start having sex with everybody in the world, like you know, this other person, or you want to infect everybody with HIV. Like, where when do people realize that this anger, like it's time for me to let it go? Do they ever get to that point or they like they keep going getting at it? until like they die well well everybody has a point where they get to and they realize it's it's not worth it it just depends mm-hmm. on when you get to that point it's 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 a part of human it's a part of human 
behavior. It's just like I was having a conversation with a friend today and I told him that for guys, you get to a point in your life where you decide, okay, I want to be focused. I want to focus on my life and I want to make progress. And the truth is that until you get to that point, you're probably going to be the most serious person on earth. Some people are lucky okay. enough to find it early. Some people find it in their 40s. And from the 40 when they find it, they're doing amazing things before they turn 60. And you're like, Shebi is this guy that has been on serious all his life. And in the next thing is, he's done what people have done in 30 years. Yeah. 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 Then you meet people who find it at 25. And while their mates are still trying to sleep with girls, they have built spend businesses and they are they are counting Thank millions. Train us how it's done. Uh, please calm down. Please calm down. That please, please, please calm down. So now but, but you see, and, and for certain people, I've I've discovered that with women, the bulk of women's focus comes when they have children when they have something they want to protect with everything and at that point decide, I don't know I'm not a woman but then I've noticed that there's so much focus when women have children you see with children they become different beings they are all after protecting their children you get okay, okay. I don't get but okay it's something I've noticed that women are a bit more um like I said, I'm not a woman. It's just hypothesis. I could be wrong. Obviously, I might even be wrong. I mean, the fact that you don't get means I'm more likely to be wrong. But I think there's... No, I mean, like, I, I get the fact that, like, uh, it, most women who... Because, see, I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> most women who give birth, they become, like, overly protective of their children, which is good. And some give birth and they hate the children. So that's why I'm like, I can neither say... Because I feel like... Yeah. Everything yeah. now, beginning to think it has to do with individual. So some people are mad, people are yeah. normal. So they are absolute. They are not. They are There's still room for all of this. But I'm just saying that yeah. it's always that point where you get to and you decide it's not a balance. You can't be and find them. You just get to the point and you're like, okay, fine, I'm done. So I agree with that. Um, now for people who who do not know how to. Uh, anger. Like for me, if I'm mad at you, you're going to know that I am fucking them mad at you, and I'm very confrontational. So I don't know how. Yeah, like my facial expression. If I don't say it, because now I'm learning not to like blow up. But if I'm angry, you look at my face. You're going to know that yo, this girl is angry. Like when I talk about it, I am better for it. You know. But for people who are not able to be confrontational, because I know that, you know, because I didn't think that it was normal before for somebody to say, you know, like you, you said, you mentioned that you can get hurt by a person, you want to internalize it, and you let it go, right? Now, I've met people who have been angry with certain things, and it's been a year plus or more. They have not been able to let that hurt go. Either have they been able to like bring up that conversation with maybe their friends or their partner? What do you think they can do to remedy that? So if you're internalizing because you don't want to be confrontational, you're worried that if you say this thing, if you go blow or if he talks something else that you would regret, 
So how do you mm. advise that people who are not able to internalize and forget completely handle that situation? Well, I would have said go for therapy, but no, that's a whole... <laughs> a whole therapy, I, it's something I used to always throw around. Go for therapy, go for therapy. But okay. therapy is very expensive, especially in this part of the world. Here's what I would advise. So the truth is, the starting point is when you're offended and you don't want to confront the person or you're internalizing and it doesn't work, it's something yeah. I do. I talk to somebody about it. So I don't want to tell this person what they have done. I mean, I have breakfast. It's what this girl did. Something. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't go confronting you. I could just talk to someone. This is what happened. Because the truth is, with talking, you get venting sometimes, internalizing. The biggest problem is that you don't get to vent. So sometimes they might just be need to talk to someone and say, this is what this person did. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have to still talk to the person. Sometimes you have to learn to make jokes about it. Yeah, yeah. So the easiest coping mechanism is for me. I think it's making jokes. So mm-hmm. I still have, I still have people like joke with, and I make some of I make jokes out of the most insensitive things they have done to me. So the I personally, I don't know how I I would feel about that though. Maybe because I am always of the opinion that you know I don't know how to speak things under the carpet, especially when I know that this thing is going to come up in the future somewhere. Um, if this thing has happened for like months and, you know, we seem to be fine, you've never mentioned it, you know, and then all of a sudden one day you're like, oh, some something like you did this thing that time. I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to take that funny. You must be able to somewhat communicate. Your heart. Yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, this is what you maybe this is what you did the other time. You want me to come and do it again. It might not have to be confrontational, but you somewhat yeah. find you to pass the message that leads to a conversation addressing some of these issues. It's not out of anger, it's just sometimes trying to address them. In relationships and marriages, people usually see stuff like if they are angry or they're having a fight with their partner, they would rather walk you with and say something so you know that they can never take back kind of thing you know and then sometimes they are like the reason why um they, they walk away beats a man or a woman is because they know that they may end up shouting or they may end up you know getting really mad and all that and i don't know maybe because i mean i'm a big fan of communication i think there there are ways that you can be confrontational without necessarily causing or doing attention so you can have just like this last thing you ended with is just like hey OBDK, you did this thing to me or maybe outrightly when you had said um i don't want to i'm going to be like oh you me yo i am not comfortable about this or it doesn't mean that you know i have to scream and shout and say oh you did this you did this why are you doing this and i think that's a big part of anger that a lot of us don't know how to manage you can't be partner with your friends about a particular thing but it doesn't prevent you shouting at the person or embarrassing this other person do you get what i mean yes i totally understand and yeah it's important do you think um one big issue we have with the whole anger thing and internalizing is communication 
So sometimes who right. know that when they get angry, like you made example with married people, when they get angry, they're not exactly able to communicate how they feel. So some people want to tell you you did this and I feel bad about it. And in that they forget that they're trying to tell you you did this. And I feel bad about it. That they're reminding you, Shabi, you also did that one the other day. You also did this one. You also yeah. did the other one. But this and that, like this pattern you are going, ah, I hope you know that me, I'm not ready to be doing this one with you. And that's why certain people just decide, okay, fine. Let's not have the conversation in the heat of the moment. We can always address. That's why my people will tell you that this thing is what cannot be taken back. So the moment you say it, the, the night is pierced, and maybe you can put it out, but it was always anything uh, or it won't rest with you. And yes. next, when you make those statements, you can decide to forgive, but the sky is always there. You know, I keep, I, I, I keep saying this thing over and over. So when somebody says something to me and the person says, very hostful, first two things are. And you say you don't take it personally. I get mad because maybe I'm not even, I won't even be as mad at the original statement you had made as much as I would I'll be mad at take it personally. Because you made a statement about me, which is personal. Now you're trying to be, I don't know, diplomatic and say don't take it personally. I'm just be, you know, stating an opinion. Or but then you're saying this thing about me and to me. Now the other thing is you've hurt know that this thing you said would be hostful. You didn't think about it. You said it still. And then you say sorry. Sorry doesn't give you the fact that it's out there in the open. The sorry doesn't put it back into your mouth and then it doesn't clean out from my ear or from my head. It's there. And I, 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 I hate it when people are always quick to saying exactly how they feel without that or remorse for, you know, and they just put it down and next day they say sorry. Or I'm sorry, and then they expect that the I'm sorry takes away that thing. I'm on that word, don't they? Don't they? Do. So, some people go as far as saying uh, it's because I'm a blunt person. Interesting. <laughs> so, people are like, ah, blunt person meaning that you now step on me and match me and match no now. So because that's sorry. If you take a knife and mistakenly you cut someone, it doesn't change the fact that you have cut the person. Yeah, the person has been cut. You've been. You, so, See, please, I beg. We need to like do better, and I feel like this thing keeps happening because people are internalizing and not being able to communicate. Nobody said if you're if you're somebody who is not able to calm down, don't talk in moments. You know, tell something. I'm feeling hot. You can always say I'm feeling hot. I can't talk to you about this right now. You know, when you calm down, thought about this, and you're like. Let's have a conversation. Now you now need to talk to yourself in tones that are not loud. Hey, this is what you've done to me. I don't know what your thought process was when you were saying this thing or when you were doing this thing, but this is how I feel about it. You know, and then maybe something else and, you know, settle the dispute if you may. If you don't want everything powerless, that's it. <laughs> so do you, do you have any last words? Anything you want to leave anybody? Well, I would I would leave by saying um, to people who internalize, it's completely fine, and to people who are vocal with when they're hurt, it's also completely fine. 
the important thing is knowing the line not to cross. For people who analyze, you know when it's becoming a dangerous thing to you. You know when it's becoming and it's leading to resentment. You know when this internalized pain is beginning to reflect in almost everything. You know when to make subtle jokes and let it out. Sometimes you have to let it out because the truth is, when I talked about the jokes, it's a medium for letting it out. Sometimes you cannot keep all of it inside. That's the honest truth. You can say lies Monday to Saturday, but then the truth is, on Sunday you have to tell yourself that you can't keep all of it inside. For people who are outspoken, you must also need to know that sometimes some things should not be said. <laughs> it's very important. Yes, I have heard you. Yes, you're angry. Yes, something should not be said. It's 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 a fine balance. I mean, you might be angry. There's some things that should not be said. It could be the truth, right? But it's not all of the truths that you should say. It's an interesting balance one has to find. I think those are the last words I have. Okay, where can we find you or your businesses? Uh, maybe the agency one and uh, the gift uh, box. Yeah, the gift box. So where, what's, what's social? Where can we find you on social media? Okay, so um, Light Shelters is primarily on Twitter. Um, our domain is lightshelters.com.ng. It's the website should be flying by, um, say mid December. Okay. The is completely active in January. So lightshelters.com.ng, L-I-T-E shelters is an S at the end of the shelter. Then the gift box is the Kairos gift box. We are going to create Instagram. Our handles are already running, but I'm going to create a Twitter. So just in case you want to see our pages that's um all right then you guys have heard um know exactly what these businesses um are about um thank you so much Mika, for joining us thank you for your time enjoy the rest of your week thank you so much for, thank you for having me i mean it was amazing discussing with you not a conversation i realized okay fine yeah okay <laughs> it's really interesting to have you I, I just hope i'm able to come back some other time don't worry, I'll invite you in the coming year. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye-bye. Bye.